Hi, everybody. Happy Monday. Welcome to the Extraordinary Talk Show. It's your host, Della Hill, and I want you guys to know if you are loving this show or you really get something out of an episode, please feel free to share it on Facebook, YouTube, or wherever else, on Spotify. We're there. We're on Podbean. You can basically find us anywhere. And if you want some of the older episodes, if you want to check out some of the basics, some of the very beginning stuff that we started with a year ago, because to tell you the truth, the information that I'm sharing now is a little bit more in depth, a little bit more complex than what I started with when we first started doing the Extraordinary Talk Show one year ago. So if you want to go back to some of those basics, you can check out the Extraordinary Talk Show YouTube channel. Also, Every week when I finish the episode, I get it uploaded onto the Extraordinary Talk Show YouTube channel. So please come check out some of the other stuff that's there. Subscribe, like, yada, yada, all that stuff. And today, guys, I keep coming back to the law of attraction. And the reason why is because it applies to everything. It fits our life and our life works with the law of attraction constantly, 100% of the time, whether we know it or not. And what, I'm, what I want to talk to you about today is a concept that's a little bit difficult to absorb, to take in. But if you can get this, guys, this is one really, really big piece that will change how you see your world and thus how you're manifesting in it. The point I want to make with you today And stay with me here. Again, remember, if you don't like what I say, if you don't agree with what I say, that is fine. I'm not here to tell you what to think. I'm here to encourage you to think for yourself. So if I say something that you don't like or you disagree with, awesome. That means that you get an opportunity to think through it in your mind, what you think, why you think it. Or it also gives you the opportunity to consider something new that you might not have thought of before. When it comes to the law of attraction, we are constantly creating, constantly, 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 which means that we need to take some personal responsibility for it because if you manifest some really cool stuff, you can go, woohoo, I did that. Look, I did that. I got to meet Weird Al. I did that. I got a Mercedes. I did that. Yes, all of that is amazing and so much fun. Remember, though, that when something happens to you that you do not necessarily consider as a positive, beneficial thing, you did that, too. And that's where it's hard. That's where it's tough. Because if you're a person who likes to be in victim stance, you don't want to hear that. If you're a person who wants to blame everything in your life, everything that's gone wrong for you on somebody or something else, you don't want to hear this. On the other hand, if you are like I was a couple of years ago when I was sick and tired of everything I had tried through almost 40 years of my life, nothing had worked and I was ready to do whatever it took to actually grasp hold of my life with my own two hands and make it mine. If you're there, then listen, pay attention because you're already basically gaining the understanding that when you manifest, which you do constantly, it's all you. That means if you're going to take responsibility for the good stuff, yeah, I did that. You also got to take responsibility for the things that you perceive as not so good. Yes, I did that. And the beauty of that, the amazing thing of that is that you 
gain understanding that you are the creator. You are the number one person running your show. This life is your play. It's yours. You are the author, the director, the star. You're dealing with costuming. You're guiding the backstage processes, even if you don't realize that you're doing it. You cannot blame anyone but yourself for the things that happen to you. I love that because it means I can never be a victim. It means nothing that anybody else does really matters because in the end, I'm the one who deals with what happens to me. I'm the one who causes it and I'm the one who gets it. It doesn't, when I manifest, I might co-manifest with somebody else and they get to also benefit from what I'm manifesting as we do all the time. But remember, if you're going to say, hey, I manifested this check in the mail. It's amazing. And then when something happens to you that's bad, you can't go, oh, well, I don't know how that happened. That wasn't my fault. And some of you are trying to argue with me. And I understand because I've had these conversations. But here's the thing. You might be in a car accident. You might not have even been moving. It was clearly the other person's fault. The police come. They write up a ticket and cite the other guy. Their insurance pays for it. So according to the legal system, the other guy is at fault. The other guy is to blame, right? Except... Maybe your insurance isn't going to go up, and good for you if that's the case. However, the law of attraction is based on the law of vibration. Something can only happen to you, for you, or include you if you have that thing in your vibration, which means you might not have been at fault in that, re- that car accident. However, if you didn't have that in your vibration, it could not have happened to you. And this is actually a beautiful thing. This is another reason that I love this concept because that means when something happens to me, I get to look at it and go, I did that. How did I do that? Was it a good thing? Can I recreate what I did to make something awesome like that happen again? Or I did that. That sucked. And clearly I had that in my vibration. So what do I have to change in my vibration to make sure that that thing doesn't happen like that again. And you've already done this, but you probably did it in a way like, okay, now I'm going to go back to traffic school, or now I'm going to become a better driver. All of the things, every time something good or bad happens to us, we want to look in the past and say, okay, what did we do to cause that? How did we get there? But when you do it from a law of attraction standpoint, you see it all a little bit differently. Because now you're looking at it not just of what happened to you, but the vibration of what caused that to happen to you. Also, one thing that's really, really important when we're talking about good things or bad things happening, you also got to understand that what you consider good or bad is clearly and purely your projection of your perception, which means that someone else could walk down the same street to the same thing that you see and have a very, very different perception of that. What you see as good, someone else might not see as good. What you see as awful, someone else might see as fantastic. And that's why you can't ever say that anything is absolutely good or absolutely bad. Remember, the Sith only deal in absolutes. We are not Sith. We are Jedi. We have to look at 
the variances of all things. <clears throat> Let's say that for walking down the street, me and you, and we see a guy who's very overweight. One of us might look at that guy and go, whoa, he needs a diet. He needs to call Jenny Craig. We might cast some strong judgment on him that's really just projected from our own filter. The other one of us might say, dang, look at that guy. He is rich. He can afford some food, and I bet he's got a pretty woman who cooks for him and makes some amazing food all the time. Two people can see the same thing and have very, very different judgments about it. Recognize when you make a judgment about a thing, when you see a thing as good or bad, you are the one deciding that. That should connect the dots for you. If something good happens to you, yay, you did that. And you're the one who called it good. If something bad happens to you, yay, you did that. And you're the one who called it bad. Someone else might have had the exact same experience and labeled it differently from how you labeled it. As a matter of fact, we never know when something happens if it truly is good. There's an old story that I think I've shared before about a farmer whose horse runs away. And the neighbors all say, gee, that sucks. I'm sorry about your horse. That's so, that's so bad. And he says, could be bad, could be good. Well, the horse comes back and brings another horse with it. Now the farmer has two horses. The neighbors all go, woohoo, look at that. That's awesome. He goes, could be good, could be bad. His son is riding the new horse, trying to train it and break it, falls off, break his legs. The neighbors all go, oh my gosh, that's awful. Farmer says, could be good, could be bad. Then the army comes through town and takes all the well-bodied young men. But the farmer's son has a broken leg from falling off the horse, so he doesn't go. Everybody says, yay, that's good. Farmer says, could be good, could be bad. The point is, anything that you think is good isn't necessarily. Anything that you think is bad isn't necessarily. Do you know how many people have won the lottery and later said they wouldn't wish it on their worst enemy? You might think winning the lottery is good, but there are a lot of people who have and think it was the worst thing that happened to them. It's a matter of projecting from ourselves a judgment onto a thing. There's also a difference between a judgment and an observation because you can observe something and observe it neutrally and recognize this could be good, could be bad without actually placing a judgment on it. And not necessarily all judgments are bad. However, if you place a judgment on something, that means that you can only see it in that way. The opposite of judgment is forgiveness. So when you judge a thing as bad, that is going to be bad for you until you change your mind about it and decide that it's good. But that same thing that was bad that happened to you might be wonderful for someone else. If all of this is making sense, you should be able to see your projection, your filter, your judgment. These are all things that create your world. And this is how you are responsible for your world and nobody else is. Which means that you are even now a master manifester because you are actually manifesting one hundred percent of all of the things in your world. Now, some of those things you're co-manifesting with others, so you could argue that, but you are responsible. You cannot fairly put the blame on anyone because I don't care what happens to you. 
that thing could not have happened to you unless that vibration was active within you. If you want to always be safe, always be healthy, if, if you're like, oh, shoot, now Della's even talking about a car accident. Now that's going to be in my vibration. Let's clear that out. Let's transmute that. Let's see a car accident not as really great or really bad, but just as a thing that can happen. Sorry, guys, I didn't, they're trying to end my show too soon, and I'm not done yet, so we're going to keep going a little bit longer. That threw me off. So you are a master manifester now. And this means that you can now look at the world that you've created and you can decide what you, where you're at. You get a clear picture of where you are in your vibration based on what's happening now. You know, if you take a course in college, say, you can learn and learn and learn. And at the end, at the very end, you take a test that tells you how effective you were. And some people that did their homework every single day might get the same score on the test as the guy who crammed for two days before the exam. The law of attraction isn't like that. The law of attraction is going to give you real and active information on what's in your vibration right here, right this minute. If you're attracting what you want, you'll know because you'll have it. If you're not attracting what you want, you'll know because it's not there. And if you're not attracting what you want, one reason might be that what you are asking for is an incubation. You might have asked for a baby. You don't want it until it's ready. You might have asked for a cake. You don't want to take it out of the oven until it's ready. Some things are in incubation and it's okay to just rest and let them know that they're, that's exactly where they're supposed to be. They're going to come to you when the time is right and just recognize that it's incubating. Otherwise, if you're asking for something and it's not coming, that tells you that the thing you're asking for is not clearly in your vibration or you'd have it. But you can look at what is there to see where you need to go from there. For example, my good friend Ashley Joe, who just got engaged, congratulations. She's marrying a super cool guy named Brian. We got to meet him this weekend and he he's good enough for her. I like him. He's a really cool guy. I have a really high standard because my friend is amazing and fantastic and I expect anybody that she marries to be as fantastic and I think this guy is so good for her. But while she was looking for someone, while she was actively trying to date, trying to find a guy that that matched her, at some point she said, you know what, it's not worth it. And she didn't look too hard. But she was looking. She was using apps. She was using going online. I don't know how people date anymore. I got married 22 years ago when we did not have cell phones or apps. But one thing that she said was she would be talking to guys online and none of them were ready. They would come back and say, yeah, I like you, but I'm not ready for a relationship. And that was a message to her. That was a message to her that if what she was attracting into her world was guys who weren't ready, then that meant that she, whether she realized or liked it or not, that meant she wasn't ready. Does that make sense? So personal responsibility, the guys she was attracting, the guys she was actively attracting was exactly what she was. That's the vibration she was carrying. So she was attracting guys who weren't ready because she wasn't ready. And she noticed over time that that changed. Later on, she would be talking to guys and they would say, hey, I really like you, 
but I found this other girl and I'm going to go date her. Or they would say, hey, you're nice, but I have a, a thing that's really exciting going on in my life right now that I don't have time for a relationship, um, but I'm busy and I'm having fun. And that's when she realized, oh, I'm busy and I'm having fun. And maybe a relationship just isn't fitting right here, right this minute, right now. And that's okay. And as time went on, she got more and more guys who were saying that they couldn't date her because they had found someone else. And then she was thrilled because that was the mirror, the Essene mirror that she was able to look right in and see the active vibration of her life was that she was getting closer to being ready because the guys that she wasn't attracting into her life were ready. They just weren't ready for her. And she didn't take that bad. She didn't feel bad about that. She didn't put herself down and say, oh no, I'm never going to be good enough. She recognized the guys I'm attracting now are ready. They're just not ready for me. But that means I'm getting ready and I just don't have the right guy yet. And when it happens, it happens. And as I already told you, she's now engaged to a wonderful guy who is good enough for her. And that's coming not from her, but from me as her friend who's very protective of her, who wants the best for her. If I say that guy is good enough for her, it might not even sound like a compliment, but I mean it to be one. Because if he wasn't good enough for her, I wouldn't be talking about him on the radio. I did that. When something good happens to you, recognize I did that. I manifested it. I accomplished that. And look at the steps you take, the vibration that you had that got you there. When something you don't like happens, same thing, guys, because your vibration brought that to you. So look back at your vibration, your actions, your words, your thoughts, and see what it was that you were doing that brought that to you. One thing I want you to know, if you feel like, well, shoot, I guess I'm out here alone. I'm, on, I'm doing this on my own. That's not true either. And that might be a good step forward, recognizing nobody else, no other human has anything to do with this. But in order to truly become a master of the law of attraction, you must understand that you are an extension of source energy. Source energy created you and you ride the wave of that source energy. Like source energy is the ocean and you are the wave. You are a sunbeam from the sun. In order to truly manifest the way that you want to manifest, you must recognize and acknowledge the connection to source energy, the connection to your creator, because the energy that created you is the energy that you create with. And the sooner you can understand that, the sooner you will be the magical master manifester that you are hoping to be. Again, I am not trying to tell you what to think. I'm only trying to get you to think for yourself and maybe give you some help and tips and idea along the way. This is Della. I love you guys. Please check out the Extraordinary Talk Show YouTube channel. I'm here for you and I'll be back next Monday. Thank you so much. Love y'all.